Well, give it up for Buddy Pounds and Abraham Enriquez. Um, so, Bunny, you run Christians Engaged, and Abraham, you run uh, Bienvenido. Yeah. And so, tell us a little bit about your organizations and what you guys do and how you minister to other people. Well, I guess I'll go first. Yeah. Women, yes. Well, it's so great to be with you guys. Love this organization. Was We were here last year with Christian. Just an honor to be here. Christians Engage is here as a Christian ministry to empower you to do three things. Pray regularly for your city, state, and nation to vote in every election. And you need to be prepared for that, even though you can't vote, some of you, yet. And you to engage the church in some sort of political education or activism. It's really important that we engage as believers. If we're called to be salt and light in our, in our world, then that also involves our civic duties. And so we come along pastors and churches and we talk to Christians at outreaches or on social media about these two things and empower them through our pledge to pray, vote, and engage and get people moving forward because so many people are being awakened, but they don't know what to do. So we're here to do that. We've been in 50 churches so far. Um, Reverend Rafael Cruz is our newest advisory board member and Congressman Michael Cloud's on our board. And we have fun going around Texas talking to believers about prayer voting and engagement. Awesome, awesome. How's everyone doing today? Let's give a round of applause for Christian. How awesome is Christian? I want to thank Christian for letting us come out here today. Uh, it's such an honor to be on this panel with, with such amazing leaders. Uh, for those of you that don't know me, I'm Abraham Enriquez. I have the privilege of leading an organization called Bienvenido. And in 2019, we founded this organization uh, to be uh, an organization that mobilizes and outreaches to the Hispanic community. In 2020, we partnered with six other nonprofit, nonpartisan organizations where we've registered and got out the vote to over a million Latinos across the country. Yes, and as you saw in South Florida and in South Texas, and even in Central Arizona, the Latino vote certainly does matter. And so that's what we're doing each and every day, uh, is going out to uh, the Hispanic community and reminding them of the inherently conservative values uh, that are in our culture. And a lot of these voter uh, registration programs come through the actual church. Uh, so that's why politics and ministry is such an interwoven concept to me, because you can't have one without the other as a believer. Amen, amen. Well, Tell us also a little bit how you got started doing this. Maybe you'd also share your stories uh, because there might be people here that want to know how they get started with an organization. I actually had someone come up to me and ask me that very question. Um, and there are young people here with visions and they have ideas and they have dreams and hopes, but they want to accomplish God's will for their lives. So. Uh, give us a little bit of steps. I mean, obviously, you have to do the paperwork to have a nonprofit, uh, but but beyond that, I mean, tell us how you got to where you are. Well, I was a homeschooling mom that went to my first state convention. Homeschoolers. <laughs> yeah, I wandered into a state convention of a particular party. Um, in 2004 and testified in front of the platform committee about homeschooling issues and I got hooked and I went back and finished my degree at Dallas Baptist University in political science 
and went to work for a member of Congress, Congressman Jeb Henserling, served him for 10 years, and then launched my own political consulting firm where I had nine people in my office and 32 clients. We kind of blew up in North Texas, and we were helping all the Christian conservative candidates. And then I blew up my life and ran for Congress for my boss's seat, and it was awesome. <laughs> I think that's a great idea. I think, that, I think that more people should do that. I think more people should blow up their life, yeah. So, you know, and I'll say this, you have not lived until you lived on the front lines of your destiny and your purpose and your, who you are in Christ, right? And I went from behind the scenes being a consultant to walk, from walking with members of Congress to now being the voice. And God did so much in my life in those five months. I raised a million dollars. I was only the only Republican woman that made it to the runoff ballot in 2018 and the only person in the United States endorsed by Vice President Mike Pence during the primary season. Um, and it was an amazing journey. You know, in terms of the world, I failed, right? I was a failure. I <laughs> I lost by 2,600 votes out of 33,000. But you know, God has a way of using the crumbles of our life and the things that he leads us to do to produce more fruit. And out of the fruit of that uh, experience, I was in 16 churches when I ran for Congress and my burden of my heart was, God, why does the church not understand the importance of primaries and runoffs and city elections? And, and that we have these amazing Christian candidates out there putting their lives on the front lines, but they're not standing up. And so out of that, Christians Engage was birthed and we hope we're gonna impact, we are impacting the state of Texas, but really America in the days ahead. Well, you've made such a big difference, and you're doing great things. And Abraham? Yeah, in 2018, I graduated from uh, um, Abilene Christian University, um, and I immediately started doing some small business development in Puerto Rico uh, for a couple months. But I still had that itch to get involved in uh, you know, politics and, more importantly, and more specifically, Hispanic engagement. Um, so I volunteered with a predominant um, a party affiliated organization and my job was very simple. I was their young adult outreach director and I was supposed to travel across the country and just talk to other young Hispanics about why a certain party relates more to us than the other. I thought easy job, Hispanics are inherently conservative, they're going to totally you know, understand all this. It was the most difficult job I've ever had in my entire life because as soon as you say a certain party, Hispanics just you know, shut down. Uh, so I went back to the organization. I said, hey, I, I don't think that this is going to work. I, I, I'll do an independent uh, project on my own. In 2019, I gathered a group of friends and we launched Bienvenido, uh, which is an organization, like I said, dedicated to Hispanic engagement. But I learned that taking party out and putting a welcoming word, which for those of you who don't know, Bienvenido means welcome in Spanish. And what we did is we did a couple of um, uh, events in Houston, Texas. We did one in LA, California, Miami, Florida, all with local community leaders, couple pastors, business leaders, and all they spoke about was why they love America. Um, and through that, we did calls to voter registration, and then we followed up and did get out the vote efforts. And that became such a momented, momentous uh, movement that we actually started working closely uh, with the White House, helping push some of these um, initiatives that the Trump-Pence administration was doing that were actually advancing the Hispanic community. But Hispanics didn't know about these initiatives because, you know, Telemundo and Univision don't ever mention that. They want to just strictly talk about immigration and not talk about Hispanic advancement. 
So our organization was um, key in helping push the 1776 Education Commission, the reopening of the schools, and the Hispanic Prosperity Commission. All three pieces of, leg uh, piece of uh, orders, executive orders, that we were so proud to go back to the Hispanic community and say, look, this is what um, advancing your freedom looks like. Uh, and so that's really where it started, Christian, is a, a group of people like-minded coming together and saying, hey, we don't have much, but what we do have is our story, our testimony of why we love America. And that just grew into this organization that we have now. That's a great story. Well, what do you tell people here, uh, the things that they can do uh, to get involved with your organization? So that's a, it's a chance for you to plug your organization. Uh, how can they get involved with you? How can they be supportive of you? How can they pray for you? Uh, how can they make a difference with your organizations? Well, everything with us starts with our pledge to pray, vote, and engage. All of you should be doing those anyway. So you can just take your phone out right now and you can text to 484848. Just text the word engage, okay? 484848, text the word engage and take our pledge. We send out a prayer text every Monday at 555 to thousands of people. So you stop, you pray, you ask the Lord for what's happening in our world, realizing that you're joining with the prayers of Jesus and you're making a difference, voting in every election and engaging. We want to get you podcasts. We want to get you our on-ramp to political activism class for Christians. We're releasing next week our Austin 101 class. We've got so many things uh, going on that we want to get that to you. So text 484848, the word engage, not with a D, just engage. And you'll be, that's the beginning of a relationship with us. And we want to just serve your church and your community. We've got amazing board members. Bibi's over there somewhere. She's on our board as well. We love Bibi. And just so many people that are ready and willing to share their political experiences, their walk with God in government that will inspire more people. Love it. Um, Abraham? So I'll plug our organization. So if you want to take out your phone and also text VAMOS, V-A-M-O-S, to 2242. You'll get connected with us and you might say, well, I'm not Hispanic. That's okay. Listen, a lot of people think that, especially the leftist media want you to think that all Hispanics care about one issue. And that's not true. Hispanics care about all issues because we are, before we're Hispanic, we're American, right? And so we care about everything that, you know, our, our neighbors care about. Uh, and so if you're Hispanic, please join our organization. And if not, Bienvenido, what I'm so proud of our organization is that we do great partnership and collaborations. We work really closely with organizations like the Texas Youth Summit, which were a huge announcement coming pretty soon with that, as well as organizations like CPAC, Turning Point. So there's so, so much room for collaboration and liaison that we'd love for you to be a part of it. But I also want to take the time to tell how important it is to volunteer your time. Uh, in college, some of the most uh, beneficial experience that I ever gained was volunteering for uh, my local congressman and just being the person uh, in his campaign team was incredible. You know, uh, Paul tells Timothy, uh, don't be dismayed by your youth. You know, you might be thinking, oh, well, I don't know how to start a whole nonprofit organization or I don't know how to do an entire movement and that's okay. Don't be overwhelmed. You know, take steps like volunteering for a local race, you know, 
phone banking, door knocking, block walking, little things like that where you're sharing the gospel in small movements like that really does make a difference. So if you're thinking today, I don't know where to start, register to vote. That's the most important, you know, first step, register to vote. And secondly, get involved, uh, whether it be in your local church or uh, local community organization. The Texas Youth Summit is an awesome organization that you should all be, you know, volunteering with, donating to, and keeping up with their information. Um, but, you know, we have midterms elections coming right around the corner, and there are phenomenal candidates. And I'm not talking just Congress, Senate, and Governor. We have school board elections. We have city council elections. We have mayor races that are that important as well, that much important as well that you know, you and taking sacrificing your time to get involved in those races is how you create a movement within yourself and gain the experience to do something bigger and better each and every day. That's a great uh, bit of advice. Um, so we just have a few minutes left. Uh, what are some parting words that you can tell young people right now, the things that they should be doing uh, to make a difference in their communities, in their um, across the state, in this country? Um, how can we collectively make a difference, uh, or maybe individually? What are your thoughts on how they can make a difference? What is just some life advice? It doesn't even have to be applicable uh, to necessarily your organizations, but just what would you be doing in, in this interim time where you might be figuring out what you're called to do? You know, everybody's got a lane, and you've already been exposed to so much this weekend. You're like, oh, I'm passionate about that, that, that. You know, there's a hundred different things you could do, right? So just be sensitive to the Lord because he's going to speak to you. And if you're seeking after him, he will lead you to the next step and the next step. But I just encourage people, don't get overwhelmed with the whole big picture. Ask the Lord, where is my spot? For me, you know, I went to Christ for the Nations. I was a Bible school student. I thought I was going to be a missionary to Guatemala and ended up in America, stuck in America, right? And I, I realized, you know, I could find this spot. I could be this person that could disciple people. So my, my uh, mandate from the Lord is go find the awakening people and disciple people, pastor them, help them walk through politics as believers, help them learn to walk with Jesus and walk in his presence. Because you know what? If you walk in his presence, when you walk in the room, everything changes. When you walk in the room, everything changes. And realizing who we are in Christ and that when we're walking with people of influence, we can be the hands and feet of Jesus if we come in humbly, if we come in without pride, without anger, without fear, and we come in and say, I just want to serve, right? So my, my point to say this is hear from God. Hear from God and be sensitive to his voice every day and he'll lead you in the direction you need to lead and just be faithful where he's planted you and wherever that spot is. Good word. That is a good word. Um, I, I will say that the topic of this, of this panel is can politics be a ministry? Um, and I want to share with you that, yes, it can, but I want to emphasize the power that the church has, right? There's nothing more than the left is scared of than an engaged church and an informed church. Listen, when the church votes, we win all the time, you're right? I'm from Lubbock, Texas, small town in West Texas, right? Um, Planned Parenthood decided to come into Lubbock, Texas this, uh, this year, right? Immediately, we uh, didn't like that and went to our city council and it didn't go too well with our city council, so it went to a, a public vote, right? So all of Lubbock 
uh, was going to vote on whether we were going to allow abortions to happen in our city. We did a couple polling and it did not look good for us, but it looked like we were going to lose that election. So it looked like Planned Parenthood was going to be able to um, you know, do abortions in our conservative city. So what we did is we engaged over 200 churches. Over 200 churches in Lubbock uh, were pledged to us to do voter registration uh, and really promote the proposition on May 1st that we had uh, that was, there was only one proposition on the ballot. You were only voting for one thing and that was to outlaw abortion. Well, because those 200 churches got involved, no local parties got involved in this election. It was only 200 churches. Overwhelmingly, I think by over 67%, Lubbock became the largest city in the country to outlaw abortion. And it was all because, it was all because the church showed up, all right? So politics can be a ministry when you're advancing gospel and the kingdom of God on earth. And I encourage you to really look into your church um, and, and speak to your faith leaders and push them to be teaching biblical principles and teaching about, you know, being pro-life. Those, those, it, it, it's up to us as a community of believers to advance those, uh, those values and make sure that we're preserving them um, here in our communities. I love what you said, Abraham. And there's a reason why we're having this event at a church, because we want to partner with churches that are willing to get involved in the political process. And if you would, give a roaring round of applause and cheer for Mims Baptist Church and their staff and their team. We are so grateful for Mims Baptist Church willing to get involved in the political process. And you know what, guys? The left has control of social media, they have control of the mainstream media, they have control of many of the educational institutions, colleges and universities. The church is the last institution that we have left. And so we've got to fight to preserve our religious liberties and fight to preserve it as an institution and lift it up and be the church and not a lukewarm church, but a church that the God has called us to be to the glory of God. Can you agree? Well, with that being said, give it up for Bunny Pounds and Abraham Enriquez.